Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. My absolute favorite is watching these two fucking dance. <laughs> Welcome to the Mark Deepmore podcast, uh, your favorite podcast where you come to listen to and watch uh, people debate, argue, and uh, and criticize uh, each other over their top four favorite, their Mount Rushmore, if you will, favorite uh, pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject, as you can tell by looking at your listening device, or if you're watching us live, you can tell by looking at your Facebook page or your YouTube. Uh, we're doing the Mount Rushmore's of songs made for TV and movies. I know that sounds weird. It's a weird way of phrasing it, but I, it's very difficult to uh, kind of phrase in one neat little package. It's basically songs that were created for the, not like, I don't want to say fucking theme songs, but they're like the songs... That is like uh, inside the movie that's- They only that exist in the soundtrack. world of that movie. Yeah, it's not part of the soundtrack. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's, still, it's actually called it's diegetic music. It's diegetic oh music yeah, inside is, of the confines of the uh, whatever it is that Isn't you're Isn't that just watching. what L. Ron Hubbard listened to? <laughs> so uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're watching us we are this is uh it's a bit weird because there's five people on the screen uh i'm not actually me i am Neri science by the way uh you, with me as usual is david howdy uh and then we have missy hi and for the first time back in a long time is stephanie hi and we have ish from Better Let Me Tell You, which is also on the Geek Bro Network. Say hi, Ish. Hello, everybody. Ish, where was the last episode you were on? I think it was the one about superheroes who deserve That's right. uh, their own movie. Movies. That's right. Me and you <laughs> had very similar picks. I know. <laughs> All right, so usually, well, there's only four of us. Today, there's going to be five of us, but it's not really five because I'm just a moderator. I'm just here to say the intro and introduce uh, and introduce things like, how did you come up with your pick? And then let you guys have it. And I'll be in the background. Uh, you won't even see my face most of the time. So you're welcome. Mm. Uh, and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so then uh and then i'll come back and say okay well number four is where blah 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 blah, blah. so i was trying are you gonna to, do the timer are you gonna do the five i will do the timer, timer as well yeah I, I, everything that a producer does on uh, the timer and i'll set a little ticker at the bottom of the screen oh. when uh, Wait, this is fancy this is not like when yeah. we do this our little, real little now. Yeah. pony instagram live bullshit no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> so you're gonna see a ticker at the bottom and you're gonna see when you're because we have a we have a, a five minute per pick uh selection so uh you're you're gonna see uh let me see here uh four minutes minutes and you're gonna see something along the lines of this oh which means you're at four minutes and you have one minute left okay all right so that's what you're gonna see when you have one minute left because we have five minutes per pick unless it's tabled and then we'll do an extra bit of uh, time at the end so with that said how did you guys come up with your selections david how did you come up with your selections 
Uh, man, I got to tell you, there's like a hodgepodge of things here. Uh, initially, I was going to go with the songs that I liked the most, the ones that I thought were like the best songs. And then I was like, well, you know what? Maybe I should go with the ones that are most important to um, you know, the, the plot or, or the storyline or, or a character arc. And then I was just like, you know what? There's no way to fit all of this into a, a nice, neat little <laughs> uh, box. So, uh, so I just kind of went with my gut here and uh my number one and two i'm still not sure what's uh you know which one is going to be where but um depends on which one i go with my personal favorite song or which one is better for the uh for the plot of the story all right uh hold on i don't like i don't like the uh guys all clumped up together there we go (laughs) missy who 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 you uh how did you come up with your picks um uh my feelings I, I really didn't, there, there's no rhyme or reason to it. I feel like all of these songs are really catchy. And some of these, in doing research, I realized they're not full, like, fledged songs that I could just throw on my Spotify, which made me sad. But, um, yeah, these are just, like, like fan favorite, like, me as a fan, like, individual fan favorite. Uh, Were there any hodgepodges? I don't know what that means. <laughs> but uh, David used it, so we're gonna. Dave, what does that mean? It's kind of like a smorgasbord. Yeah, use a Swedish oh. word to to, to define the other word. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Got uh, it. A melting pot. A melting pot. <laughs> I, I know what I mean. I was being I'm funny. That, that, that <laughs> <word. laughs> Arroz con mango. Arroz con mango. There you go. This is my audition for Pedro. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> uh, how did you come up with your selection? So after like a good 20 minutes of having Stephanie explain to me exactly what this meant. <laughs> Hodgepodge or the actual episode? The thing? The, both. It, you'd be surprised how often Hodgepodge comes up when I'm talking to Stephanie. It's weird. I, I blame David. Um, so she kind of explained to me, and I'm, I'm going to have you 100%. I still don't think I understood the assignment, so we're going to see if I did. But I basically, but I went with songs that, you know, I think fit the category and it's funny because at first i was like i don't know any songs that fit this you know genre and then you start looking into it and kind of like really thinking about it and you're like oh okay i know a couple i know a couple like i know david was telling me he's like whittle it down to like from 22 i was like yo i had seven like uh, that was it like i i couldn't do more than that but yeah so here we actually and a couple of them i actually have as full-fledged songs on my on my spotify and all that so there's that Stephanie? Um, I really love a lot of these songs, like genuinely. Um, a lot of them have been sources of like inside jokes for me and my group of friends for years. Um, and then I also just kind of, to make my life a little bit easier, left out anything that came from an animated movie, nothing from a musical. And um, if it basically like it wasn't released as a single on the radio. Mm. Mm. That's a good. That's a good one. For it. Yeah, yeah. Because then we could just do the whole like Frozen soundtrack, right? Basically, I mean, right. <laughs> or a good movie, or whatever. You get what I'm saying? Like you can just do any Disney movie. Like, wow. <laughs> can you just do the whole Lion King? Time. Couldn't you just do the whole Lion King soundtrack at that point? I thought you weren't 
weren't supposed to like talk much on this episode. No, no, I'm just asking a question. I'm just clarifying. I think that's a good. I'm adding my point of view. I think that your limitations, your that you'd set for yourself, are a good idea. Thank you. Well, I, I, I think the song has to exist as a song within that fictional work. Like it can't be a a, a random or a spontaneous breaking out in song mm-hmm. as right. you know in, uh, characters in, in musicals or because that that's a. It's a plot point. It moves uh, the plot a, it, along. Whereas these are kind of just like they're silly and they're like they're like subplots or something that doesn't really have to do much with the general storyline, but it's like a fun little added and, and it exists as a song. Someone right. in that world wrote it and performed, or performed it. it or whatever. Right. Oh, okay, so all mine are valid. Okay. <laughs> we'll find out. All right. Um, uh, with no further ado, I'll be out of here. Let's get to our number four. With the fourth pick. Number four. Round four. I'm in no mood for your wife's crack. Let's get it on. What do you got for your number four, Missy? I'm sorry, David. Okay, so uh, my number four, I'm almost certain, is going to get tabled. And um, it is a, uh, it's a banger. It's a classic, uh, a 90s slash somehow still 80s classic by Robin Sparkles. Let's go to the mall. Table. <laughs> Let's leave that for a while. <laughs> that hurt, Dave. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I included it on my list. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's from How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. Right. Your mother. And then, uh, Missy, what is your number? Uh, my number four is uh, a classic amongst my group of friends, and it's the Tiger Song from the first Hangover movie. Oh my god, I forgot uh, this is about this! This is an honorable mention for me. I forgot this existed! <laughs> Wait, can you, can, you repeat the, can you repeat the name of the song? What do tigers the re- the dream name of? <laughs> When it take a little tiger, now. yeah, I watch. Do they dream of mauling zebras? Or Halle Berry in her Catwoman suit? I don't know anything of what you people are talking about right now. Seen the Hangover? No, I've seen it, but I am one of those people who was no. like, it was funny and moved on. Like I, I never. Oh, <laughs> we didn't. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, Neri, just stay in if you're gonna. Put in <laughs> just fucking stay. It's distracting. <laughs> I like uh, it. You never know. You never know when he's gonna pop in. It's like whack a mole. I like it. <laughs> so this movie, um, it it came out Damn. uh this year. It'll be eleven years. No, uh, you uh, shut your whore mouth. Came out. Mm-hmm. And um, aside from it being like that summer that we watched, ish, this was before your time, obviously, but that summer that we watched that movie, like seriously, <laughs> all we did was watch this movie and then go on Facebook and fucking drop one liners as our Facebook status, like all the time. It's so day, embarrassing. If one of us wakes up, if some of us wakes up hungover, this, the way we communicate that is by saying there's a tiger in the room <laughs> because it was adopted 12 years ago and we don't let shit go in this family. So there you go. Um, <laughs> I feel like they tried to they tried to recapture the lightning of this song in the second one and failed. 
amongst other reasons, like a lot of things failed in the second and third one. But I think that this song is hilarious. It it adds like such a great comedic break to such tension that's going on because at that point in the in the movie um and i love it i wish that it was like i it could live in my i'm sure there's a way i just haven't figured it out but i wish it could like i could just throw it on it's like immediate uh mood booster so that's that's my number four great pick Stephanie, what a good pick! Fucking missed it, I, dude. I missed it totally. I'm so. I feel very disappointed in myself. I I apologize. All right. Uh, so we have the Tiger song from Hangover. Is that what I, I yeah. call? Yeah, I, that's what that's it's. Right. Yeah, that's what it's called. That's what it's song. called. It's called a Tiger song. Oh Jesus! Mike wrote a fucking thesis here. Uh, <laughs> he gave his entire list. Mike gave his entire list. Uh, Wait, but that's not. Those aren't. Those aren't. Well, I guess he can make it up. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> because these aren't songs in the movie, right? These are soundtrack right, songs. Right. The these only one that is, songs. I would say, is Rainbow Connection is really the only one. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's true. That's how the movie opens is Kermit right. singing the song. Oh, we can't Otherwise, they're just like soundtrack songs, which is not right. what we're doing. Mike, yeah, so Mike, we're not so all oh, and to the watcher, uh, to the one who's uh, you can comment and like, uh, like you just saw with Mike, we'll pop or we'll pop your comment on uh, on the screen and then everybody can react to your comments. So if you listen to this audio, uh, and on the audio version and we randomly start talking about something else, it's because we fucking somebody commented on something and we saw a comment. Uh, all right, so uh, uh, Ish, what is your number uh, what number four? So my number four is from a movie that I was probably already way too old to be watching when it came out. And I'm definitely too old now to remember it. But it is the uh, the song, uh, What Dreams Are Made Of, from the Lizzie McGuire movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you're never too old for, uh, for Hilary Duff. It is I, I, to me, it's I, when it, that was actually the first song that came into my mind when this whole topic was presented. I was like. Okay, That's because it's not a because it's not a Hillary Duff song. No, it is it is Lizzie McGuire, like Lizzie mm -hmm. McGuire. It's a Lizzie McGuire song, yeah. And it's not even a Lizzie McGuire song because it's actually the her the Italian, Italian doppelganger, right? Yeah. Right. Her name is Isabella or whatever. Yeah. It was the one who actually sang it. So I was like, all right, this works. This was I don't think it was a single. I don't think it, but it exists within the context of the movie where she sang it and then she it was like oh you know lizzie the pop star who up until that point by the way had no ambitions of being a pop star in any freaking episode of of lizzie mcguire no that I can she recall. was just like a regular girl <laughs> but that's what happens trying, when trying try, try to make her way through life listen once hillary duff got her teeth capped and started singing you know what it was just pop star that's what was going to happen so yeah so that's my number four that's a great choice <laughs> That's a great selection. Um, somebody put uh, Andrew Chacon put "Fight the Power, Do the Right Thing" intro. Uh, I think the title is misleading. People is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think so. That's why I said. That's why I said fake. Yeah, like fictional songs. That's uh, kind of what okay. the thing is. So songs that exist in TVs and movies. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. This one took me a little bit to wrap my head around. So I, I get why people like that. That's such a yes. good one. Somebody, Andrew oh God, suggested somebody myself. kill me, the wedding singer. That's what we're looking for. I, I can it. always trust it's Andy to come through. Song. 
And Bernard Barrios put a whole new world, the Little Mermaid. No, yeah, you see, this is like, but, but he's he's trying, he's almost there. I get it, it's I get right it. Now, but you know what? Almost people, there. People know that this is misleading. He's like, Am I playing correctly? Um, yeah. unfortunately, Good. not. No, but you're you're like, getting there. Like with um, Lion King, uh, it's not it's not the Lion King song with the things, yeah. but it's when they're like ah, na 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 squash banana. Yeah, that could work. exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Coconut. That's the, yeah, that's yeah. what we're yeah. looking for. <laughs> Uh, Bernard, what we're looking for are in the actual movie, they themselves know that it's a song. They themselves are not breaking into songs specifically per se, but they're saying, hey, this is a song that I made up. So right, something right. like that. Right. Uh, so if you're watching, so if you ever saw The Hangover, it's the Tiger song that they sing about the tiger in the original Hangover. I and Ish don't remember that song, but my point is a lot of people do. Apparently, it's just Ed Helms and a piano, and it's it's amazing. <laughs> it's beautiful for it. Uh, yeah, he does a lot of singing in his fucking movies, right? He his does, TV yeah. Well, he's yeah. a he's a you know a fairly accomplished singer and parkour he's artist. He's a Nardog. <laughs> uh, all right, Stephanie, what is your number four? Okay, so I've been fighting with my number four all day, and I kind of have to make a decision at this point. And I think I'm going to go with Pinot Noir from The Unbreakable yeah. Kimmy Schmidt, performed by <laughs> Titus Andromeda. <laughs> it's basically a song that he yeah. calls an ode to black bands. Fantastic. <laughs> and he's basically just it's singing this. It's not about it's wine. It's about black dick. And it's a celebration <laughs> of black dick. <laughs> if you're being true to yourself, this is the one you need to go with versus the one it beat out. Yeah. But, yeah. So um, that means that my other option is going to go down into my honorable mentions. And I guess we'll talk about it later whenever we get there. But yeah, that's my. There's no really way for me to properly describe this song. You have to listen to it because it's b- yeah. so bizarre. But Don't just listen to it. Watch the video. Watch the video. Have, yeah, yeah, you have to watch yeah. Titus perform it. Um, <laughs> I love Titus. I think he's amazing. Um, outside of Kimmy Schmidt, like Titus, the actor is wonderful. Um, yeah, Titus Bridges. He's he's. I saw him um, when he did the Little Mermaid in New York, and he was amazing. Um, so yeah, Odd that's Bridges my pick. Older brother. I'm sorry. Uh, that's that's Todd Bridges' younger brother. Pretty cool. Burgess, not Bridges. That's yeah, a fucking joke. All right. I'm sorry. To, sorry, sorry. It's a joke. <laughs> Ishke, he's laughing. See, I would have gone with Meredith Burgess, but that's just because I'm a fan of the old 60s Batman, <laughs> the Penguin. Pinot Noir, eh? How great would it have been if that was his brother? Like, <laughs> that's like the voice that he's performing it in. Pinot Noir. <laughs> All right, so that's a great pick. So uh, let's go to the mall by in uh, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, the number fours. I'm doing the recap of the number fours. Let's go to the mall and How I Met Your Mother. Uh, Tiger Song and Hangover. Uh, what Dreams Are Made Of by Lizzie McGuire. Is it Lizzie McGuire? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, in the movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Pinot Noir by Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And no, I will not tell you how I spelled Noir. Uh, let's go on. <laughs> it's not Pino like the wine either. Uh, yeah, it's not yeah, spelled yeah. like how the wine is spelled. Trust me, that's not the biggest misspelling I have in that song. <laughs> okay. uh, I don't even know how to spell that, so yeah. I'm giving you uh, a lot of credit at this point. Um, all right, so let's move on to our number threes. Round three. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. 
Who do we have? Uh, right. You are. <laughs> yeah, that's close. Did Andrew, did Andrew just stop mid sentence? Andrew like, just, like, just uh, No, he said he's not a noir. And, uh, oh, oh, I was like, this is I how th- our students spell it. I um, I, be honest with you, I think he came closer than I did. Uh, all right, number three is Dave. What do you got for your number? Three? All right, my number three comes from uh, what I think is the best movie in the bunch. Um, uh, certainly, my favorite movie in the bunch. Uh, however, not as good I think as as the the number two or the number one. Obviously, as it's at number three, uh, and that is Big Bottom by Spinal Tap. From I knew you were going to have Spinal this. Tap. Uh, I knew I had to have I'm a Spinal a Tap song in this. Um. <laughs> um, and there, there are so many good ones. Um, tonight, I'm going to rock you. Tonight is one of my favorite ones, uh, but it, it's got to be Big Bottom. Uh, the way that he manages to rhyme words like fun day with bun day uh, is it is I mean Shakespeare couldn't do better you oh, know? Wow. <laughs> that um, yeah it's it's uh, it really is a work of art it's an ode to uh, to the to, to, to the the large bottomed uh, you know, girls, you make the rock and world go round. I was um, going to say, that's a different and, band entirely. And <laughs> you can and, say and, ass. And I think bitch. you can say ass. You know? um, so, yeah, I mean, it is. It's a it's a play on on Queen's uh, Fat Bottom Girls, you know, and, and they do it so well. And you see them in their spandex on stage, waving their asses around as they're playing their guitars. And it's it's just such a such a fun silly song that you have such a great time with and all the songs in this movie and the the subsequent album are fantastic like musically they're they're good songs it's a song that i could actually listen to uh in my car laugh my ass off while i'm doing it uh but also it's i think like a well-written song so um there you go big bottom spinal tap these go to eleven. I don't know. All right, uh, big bottom. Uh, Missy, what do you got for your number uh, three? So, um, my number three is also a fan favorite. I think this song for this character is just iconic. I'm just gonna stop vamping. It's a little bit Alexis from Shit's Creek. This is also my I number three. Mm. Oh, is it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, I think that this song is just so iconic that if you never watch the creek and you don't know anything about the show and all you do is watch this clip, that's it. That's all you ever need to know. Like that is Alexis at her core. That scene to me is so funny. I love the fact there's like, I don't know if, if it's, it's included in the scene on purpose, but there's a moment where she's in full, like, flange song, and you see Moira kick Jocelyn, like, make it fucking stop. Yeah. And I can, I laugh so hard. 
so hard when I catch that little like month. Um, it's such a great song. Alexis is a fucking icon. Like just as a, as a character, as a TV character. Um, I know I'm I'm moving away from the from the the song, but just as as a TV character by alone, she's iconic. But this song is just it's catchy. It has a beat. Pretty much the baseline of um, work bitch. That's what Britain. I was gonna yeah. say about it. I love it's that basically she actually, work bitch. <laughs> That's just you know rework. Well, I like that she, she. That song is something that she wrote and produced with one of her buddies. Like that's an original. Her husband. Uh, I think that was her husband. Yeah, it was her husband. Yeah. So I think he's a producer. Yeah, okay, her husband. So, um, so yeah, I, I love this song. She like, I, I wanted to dress up as her for Halloween last year, but you know, Corona ruined everything. And I look forward to the day that I can pull that fucking outfit off because she's fucking fantastic. Steph. I mean, you pretty much said everything that I was going to say. Um, I mean, the, the premise of the song, just like for context, is that she's auditioning for Cabaret with this song. She's trying <laughs> to get like the main role. And it's a song from... She was, she's, she's very much for people that aren't familiar with Shits Creek, she's very much like a Paris Hilton esque character where she's just like a rich girl who's famous for being famous. Um, and she was given a one season reality show, and this was the theme song to it. And the song is ridiculous. seven episodes, seven episodes, <laughs> critically acclaimed. A little bit of Lexus. <laughs> and- <laughs> Listen, I listen so, to that song when I'm at the gym all the time. Because it it's is, amazing. I yeah. And it is on Spotify song. and there's yeah. like there's like a full single yeah. version of it, you know. Yeah. Well, see, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why it didn't make my list is because within the context of the show, like what we see, I don't uh, there wasn't enough of it for me to to put it on my list. Mm. Um just like the Tiger song, like it's uh it is a full song, it's a complete song, but it's it's short, you know. We're talking about like you know thirty or forty five seconds of of music. So I, that was something I was looking for was something that was closer to maybe like a like, like a, a two or three minute. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a, a single, a full yeah. sing, single length length song. And even if mm-hmm. there is a full single version of it, what we hear on the show is is that one verse and you know the the half a chorus that you know she sings as she falls on her ass and tries to you know support herself and that that for me is the my favorite part is she's like falling over and she's got her hand on the floor and she's trying to play it off like if she's just grinding or something it's so perfect what about when she's like she goes i'm a little bit single even when i'm not like i love it she's so great and i'm so glad that um i get to talk about it because there's not a lot of people like hey have you seen this song because it's fantastic. like listen so great that, the best part of that song is the bridge. oh yes boats and hose most definitely counts i mean what is that? I andrew chacon just came in and uh, suggested perhaps boats and hose i don't know if there's a full-length version but that's uh, where's that's- that from what's boats uh, and Step hose? Brothers. Step Brothers. Okay. Yeah, David, I didn't Uh, know that you were. uh, I didn't. I never thought you would be against something that's quote too short. (laughs) Bit a bit disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) My case. Oh, really? Is it? All right. What's the name of the song, by the way? Right. Have you guys a little, a little bit, Alexis. A little bit, Alexis. All right. Uh, So yeah, the five minutes are up, but uh, a little bit, Alexis. Well, we both. It's both of our number threes. So yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, 
So I had to do <laughs> Yes, Vanessa. Yes. Vanessa say say Ian, say Ian's. A little bit of it. Oh sales person Clancy. All right. Oh, so uh Ish, what is your number uh three? So my third is I don't know, it might be considered a bit of a cheat, but I'm, I'm going to stand by it. It is a quintessential 90s song. It did become a single, but it was created as part of a show within okay. the context of the show. And I, of course, for anybody who is over the age of 35, talking about how do you talk to an angel from the heights? <laughs> <laughs> Missy is having a moment right now. She's re- she's recalling all of her Jamie Walters Bop magazine posters. She is. <laughs> she's just. It's she's Celine Dion right now. It's all coming it's back. All to coming her. back. It's all coming. <laughs> so for those of you, for those of you who don't know, um, I have no 90s, idea what this is. You have no idea what this is. Okay. No, so back I, in the nineties, heard of this show, but I've never seen it. Back in the nineties, there was a show called In the Heights. Oh, not in the Heights. Sorry, the Heights. The Heights was the name of a fictional band, and okay. the show la- the show lasted for maybe eight episodes. But it was about a band, and they were they you know they wrote their songs. And I think every episode they had a different song. Okay. The theme song of the show was actually a song that the band wrote. And actually, the guy who was the lead singer on the show, Jamie Walters, was actually a singer. So I don't know if he actually wrote it, but the the song charted. The song was like number one for I don't know how many weeks, and so. It, but it's very quintessential that era because mm-hmm. Jamie, well, I, I genuinely like the song, but Jamie Walters had that like 90s heartthrob singing where he's just like, another dream that she is there. Like, like, that, like that whole, like, but not even grunge because it was just like, I need a scratch right now. <laughs> like, you know, like that. Yeah. And so, but like you the know, Bon Jovi. Always like off brand Bon Jovi. Got it. Right? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, but always I think is the, yeah. the, the closest equivalent. Okay. No, I so, I like that song. It was a Ryan Adams, maybe? Brian yes. Adams. Yes. Ryan, Ryan Adams. Brian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not the one who, who abused Mandy more mentally. Um Yes. That's Ryan Adams. That's Ryan Adams. Ooh, Adams. Yeah. yeah, so again, I, I this was the one where I was a little like, is it is it acceptable or not? Because I accept it. it. It was a number one hit single, like it charted. Yeah, but if if it was created to be in the uh, in the show and it was sung like as part, like as a song in the show, why wouldn't it? Right, right. So well, there we go. How do you talk to an angel by the Heights? That's okay. a really good one. It did not. It did not. It did not show up in I gotta any listen of my list, but, but it just came back. I will send it to everybody. I'll send you the link on Spotify. Thank you. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Neri, don't act like you don't remember this. I legit don't remember. I, hey, man, I'm like you remember this. I'm like the one. I own my cheese, bro. I love cheesy songs. I, I, I'm that dude. I don't give a shit. I just don't remember this specific one. Uh, and when we're done, I'll random when we do start doing the honorable mentions. I'll give you the ones that I randomly thought of that I, I know you okay. guys have. And trust me, the song that I have right now in my head, like when you said, "Oh, love song," I'm like, "Oh, bro." <laughs> I'm with you. I, I've just never heard this one, but I'm with this oh, pick. Right. I appreciate the pick. Uh, I just love Stephanie, the picture behind Stephanie as you sang that song in that rap. <laughs> because that look, that picture looks like it belongs in a 90s music video where that's where yeah. I 
with that voice, it was perfect. Um, all right. So, How do I ever ever survive? <laughs> It's like gonna be weird next, when you after go to that bed tonight. Was taken, the next scene in the music video was Dave looking outside while it was raining. Of course, <laughs> like an open looking outside a window. Just there was the window there was no drought in the nineties. There like was a, a lot Bolton, of rain. A Michael Bolton like wind in his hair. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the number three is we have Big Bottom by Spinal Tap. Uh, two people had a little bit of Lexus uh, from Schitt's Creek. And uh, we had uh, How Do You Talk to an Angel from The Heights. But the name of the song already got, I got, I'm in. I'm like, um, <laughs> anything to do with an angel, like send me an angel, got anything to do with angels. I'm in. Bro. Send me an angel is a great song. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great song. <laughs> that is a all great right. One. So here's where the uh, the party begins with our song cues. Here we go. Round. Oh, finally. I can't where'd hear it, it. Where'd it go? Oh, I think maybe we can't hear it. Oh, that's stupid. It's like a dog whistle. Do do we go? <laughs> what do we do? Wait, did you guys not hear it? No. no. Oh, I guess I gotta be on for the sound system for the sound to go through. Can we right? try that again? Can we do it again? <laughs> uh, here we go. Now we hear Dose, the sequel to Uno. All right. So, yeah, apparently I have to be on the, the mic for you guys to be able to hear that part so all right i apologize i didn't know we're learning new this is all new we're learning yeah. uh all right so what do you guys got for your number two dave hit it kick us off all right so um shit i've been dreading this moment because i have to i have to make an executive decision here so uh okay <clears throat> gonna go with my gut my number two is uh grow old with you uh sung by the character robbie hart who is adam sandler in uh, the wedding singer um, I think that like, as far as like, from a songwriting perspective, like it's, it's a very well-written song. The lyrics are gorgeous, like absolutely gorgeous and funny at the same time. I don't think that Adam Sandler has ever written something that managed to be as, as honest and funny as he has with, um, with that, hey, what's up, Lobo? Uh, piece of shit car, but go ahead, continue. <laughs> what? Okay, point. Piece of shit car. <laughs> you don't know piece of shit a car? Song called piece of shit car, and it was the most oh. honest. And at that time, I was driving a piece of shit yeah. car, so at that point, that means the most honest. Fuck it, but it was a joke. I, I get what you're saying. The, the song is Sucks royal dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, yes, I, I, there, earlier in the movie, uh, he says a line uh, where you know he's he's something to the effect of "I wanna I wanna write a song that people say I know what he was feeling in that moment and that it was honest and that it was true." And I mean, he plays that song for for her and like she's, <gasps> not, she's not supposed to get married to him she's like on a plane with her husband to be mm -hmm. and yet she knows exactly what he's feeling and and it's it's such a it's such a beautiful moment i had the honor of playing this uh at steph's cousin's wedding 
she asked me to play this as their um as, as like their, their song to, yeah. To, to yeah for their first dance and uh, and so the song will always hold a special place in my heart for for that reason as well and what did you play um, this song uh her uh Steph's cousin uh Alex asked me to uh to play uh grow old with you at uh, at her wedding That's for cute. for a first dance and so um so yeah, grow old with you. I just I I, I love this song, but uh, for for reasons we will go into. I I couldn't put it at number one, though. If there could be a one A and a one B, that would be it. This is a really good song and a really, a good really great pick. Yeah, yeah. I love this movie. Is so, is like it's filled up. Adam Sandler <laughs> and Andrew Moore should always act together. Like I'm I I need. I know everybody hated. Um, Blended, but I personally I didn't, love I didn't that hate movie. Blended. Uh, I don't think it was as good well, as a lot of people uh, did. As Fifty First Dates, or, or as yeah, I mean, I don't think it was as good as Fifty Fifty First Dates, and certainly not as good as Wedding Singer. But it was still really good, funny. It's a, it's a weaker. It's a weaker of of the Drew Barry uh, Adam Sandler canon. But I, you know, I think that they're just such a great duo, and 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 they're just such they a have genuine really good, like natural chemistry to each other. Yeah. That yeah. yeah, on screen uh, chemistry. So I'm I really lo- I I didn't even think of the song, and I'm kind of pissed at myself because this is a, a great great song. So good yeah, job. I, get, I, I can watch them fall in love any number All of times. Time. I think times. we're gonna finish. I'm just, <laughs> like, emotionally cut myself. Yeah, I, I was I was listening to this song earlier today, and I caught myself like starting to well up, and I was like, okay, no, that's it. I I can't do this. Uh, I'm just I'm gonna stop it now. So there we go. You you can keep that extra minute, Neri. <laughs> you act like it was I'm keeping it. All right, uh, sure. Put that minute back in my pocket. Uh, <laughs> Missy, Missy, what do you have for your number two? My number two um, is also iconic, also a classic. I feel like without this song. Flash this bit that carried on throughout this entire series, um, the show wouldn't have been the same. And it's Robin Sparkles. Let's go to the mall. Do we need to? Take We're gonna have again? to hang on to this one a little bit longer, oh, guys. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, right. You know how much longer we're gonna have to hold on to this one for? Uh, Just one more time. Your mother. All right. Uh, <laughs> you got three number. No, uh, your mother. Supposed to get personal here. Um, so I had I like like David. I'm like pulling the trigger here. I'm like, you know what? My one, my number one, and my number two were kind of like. Mm. So my second one is a song from one of my favorite sitcoms, Happy Endings. And so, not sure how familiar you guys were or are with that with that show. No, there was none. A, so, okay, it's a hilarious show. Whatever, so be it. But so, in one episode, this one character, Alex, she owns a boutique shop, and she's there with Penny, uh, her other friend, and this girl who's a pop star in their universe shows up to shop, and they're talking about how, like, oh yeah, her hit song, her hit song, her hit song, right? And then when they cut, like, they keep throwing out like lyrics. But when they cut to a montage scene of a complete, like the B plot, they actually use the song to, you know, to soundtrack the whole montage scene. And so the song is called Ordinary Extraordinary Love. And it is just a happy little bop, as the kids say nowadays. Um, 
that I, they, well, I mean, for the, <laughs> as the oldest, as, as the eldest member here, I can say things like You're that. Not. Also, also stay off my lawn. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's what we're going to go with. But, um, and it's, it's on, well, I don't even know if it's on Spotify, but I like, I heard it years ago when the episode first aired and I actually looked it up and I wound up buying it from iTunes and like it's and it was written by the creator of the show money on it i spent money on it wow it was written by the creators of the show a while back and they always kind of like kept it back pocket they're like yeah we'll use it for something we'll use it for something so eventually they they used it in this and again it's just a it's a throwaway fun little pop song but it's just it always puts a smile on my face and it reminds me of that that episode and I, i love that sitcom so you know ordinary extraordinary love Nice. What, what, what was the name of the song? I didn't hear the song. So the name of the song is Ordinary Extraordinary Love from the sitcom Happy Endings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it ran for three for three seasons, and it was one of those shows is this that the was... the one with um, Casey Wilson? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like... It's the one with Coach from New Girl. And that's exactly. Why he, that's why he left New Girl to go back to Happy Endings. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, Stephanie, what do you have for your number two? So my number two um, is from one of my favorite rom-coms of all time. Um, this little universe that exists, it, this movie and its like subsequent sequel slash spinoff have a whole soundtrack's worth of songs that only exist in this universe. And it was really hard for me to decide because I really needed some, I needed like for me needed something from it, but I didn't go with the obvious choice. So this is from Forgetting Sarah Marshall and it's Dracula's Lament. Honorable mention. My yes. other choice, I was gonna go, I was, it was either between this or Inside was of inside You. Of you? Sar- yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and then Get Him to the Greek has the a bunch Star-O-Suckers. of options too. Yeah. <laughs> but Dracula's Lament, again, it's been the source of many an inside joke. This whole movie, I quote all the fucking time. You introduced me to it like not that long ago. I, this I movie is this. great, dude. This yeah, is yeah. so good. Yeah. I meant Dracula's um, Lament, like really calling it out. Like. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> this whole thing well, is no, this guy. What she loves to do is, what she loves to do is, is like in awkward moments. She'll just, just yell Dracula, Dracula musical. musical like for no reason, like out of context, <laughs> like no, no explanation. This shit's been going on. The movie's like 14 years old. Yeah. It's still going on. Uh, we, we also do the I can see your hoo-ha. We do that. <laughs> we too. do that all the time too. Yeah. Um, so yeah. just for, for context, <laughs> this, this is a very cool movie, but go ahead. So <laughs> so just for context, it's it's um Jason Siegel and Kristen Bell and they break up and he goes on this like journey of self-discovery. They always said they were gonna go to Hawaii and they end up running into each other at the same resort and he's by himself and she's with Russell Brand, who's like this like really strung out, like druggy rock star guy that she's like cheated on him with. Um he's but really part like of, Russell Brand. <laughs> right, like Russell Brand. <laughs> and then um yeah. So then but Hello, what ends baby. up happening, what ends up happening is that he meets Mila Kunis, who's working at this hotel, and she um, she takes him to this bar, and they're having, they have, like, an open mic thing, and he tells her that he's been writing a musical about <laughs> Dracula, but with puppets. <laughs> and she makes him go up on stage and perform this song, and it's, like, heartbreaking, but it's, like, 
It's so funny because <laughs> you can't, you can't, like, he takes it and to character. And when I see Van Helsing, <laughs> he takes it so, to him. <laughs> the, the character takes it so seriously and he's like, because Dracula's just a regular dude that wants to find love like everybody else. <laughs> so then towards the end of the yeah, movie, he no, ends up actually I, producing I the Dracula musical. This fucking movie is great. If you've never seen this movie, like, do yourself a favor and watch this movie. <laughs> So that's my number two. It's so good. All hi. right. Hi, hi Jerry. Uh, yeah, Jerry <laughs> Perez. That's a good I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want to interrupt Steph. <laughs> Jerry Perez came on in the middle okay. of, of Jackler's Lamont uh, <laughs> saying, hey, it's Jerry. And he says, I want to join the party. Missy, I love you. David, 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 <laughs> David, David. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I put up. I put it up on screen. So if you're listening, yeah. to me, if you weren't part of the live. Just know, I put up every comment on screen, bro. I put up. I put them up. So, uh, all right. So oh, the, the two, we have "Grow Old with You" uh, from the Wedding Singer. Let's go to the Mall by uh, Robin Sparkles from "How I Met Your Mother." Uh, Ordinary, extraordinary love by from Happy Ending. And Dracula's Lament from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. So now it's time for um and Corn has one. The that one, one night. night from the Way office. Where's that from? Uh, yeah, I don't from remember. From the that dinner one. party. Jang ah. assistant. That one night. You made oh. it. All right. Yes. I love that episode. I yeah. want that to be the rest of the show. Just <laughs> doing that. We are, we are, from now on, for our number one, we are singing our number ones. Just that's the way it goes. Uh, Jerry says that he's Missy's baby daddy. Oh my God, Jerry. <laughs> Can you stop? No, seriously, stop putting up his comments. Go ahead. Okay. Go. Uh, Vanessa says, nailed it. <laughs> yes, I did. You did nail it. I thought, you, I thought you, support. I thought you know that's it's a, I didn't know what song it was until you started singing. I go, yes, yes, queen. <laughs> I'm with you, man. Uh, all right. So uh honorable mentions. What do you got for honorable mentions, David? A lot of my honorable mentions have been uh mentioned. Uh so I will go with uh that thing you do from the wonders, uh oh, which is from one. the movie That Thing You Do. Um and wonders. Uh, the Oneaters, yeah. The Oneaters, <laughs> the Oneaters. yeah, yeah. Oneaters. Sorry, sorry. Let's I, I not talk about that. it. Let's not talk about it. Um, and uh, the gua- v- very it. short, this is why it did not make my list because it's so short. Um, the Guata- I can't believe you're going to mention this. The Guatemalan love song from the 40 year old virgin <laughs> uh, that Jane Lynch sings. Cuando yo arreglo a mi cuarto, y no veo a nada. And you came up with uh, Lumpy Sexy from Semi Pro, and that is a fantastic one, sir. That is a fantastic one. Good for you. Oh no, that's it. That's why I couldn't put it. There's, there's like one verse, you know, uh, I, and I love it. What a verse! Brilliant. Oh my god, is she brilliant? But I can't, I can't put it for one verse. 
Uh, I think it's a brilliant verse. Uh, all right. Is that all your honorable mentions, Dave? Yep, that's all of them. Missy, what do you got for your honorable mentions? I have like 12, so I need to narrow it down. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, the, the classic Go For It by The Hot Sundays, which is um, the Good band choice. Kelly and Jesse and Lisa from the iconic I'm So Excited episode <laughs> that lives rent free in my head. Rent free in um, my fucking head. I also head. had. Um, <laughs> Rag free all the time. Um, I have um, Inside You was another honorable mention, and then a Supernova Girl from uh, wait, from Protozoan Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Yeah, Ish knows what I'm talking about. No, I know what you're talking about. We all know what you're talking about, okay? (laughs) I have one more, right? Was that yeah, I have one more. Um, oh, I did have one night as my as an honorable mention. That's why I can sing it so well. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ish, what do you got, Ish? So Missy kind of had some of, my, some of mine uh, with, um, with Go For It from, from Hot Sunday. Um, also, I'm just going to put the entire Josie and the Pussycat soundtrack <laughs> on there. I'm just going to just drop it. And then um, I love my calculus from the MTV That's show what? Together. Yeah. <laughs> That that one in uh, the hardest part of our movie was yes, yeah, bro. That movie was great. (laughs) Yes, so I'm like, you know what? Have to, have to. Great. Uh, the greatest. Oh my god! I messed up. Andrew Chacon coming in with killers, dude. You know, for someone who didn't understand the premise at the beginning he of the cut on, on. He is, he is, he he is coming I don't know that one. Chocolate. Where's that one from? Uh, uh, from um, coming to America. Coming to America. Zoom, zoom, zoom. You go boom, boom. Ah, oh, it was a good one. Uh, yeah, coming to America, dude. That's uh, that's Doctor Chocolate. That's yeah. a famous scene when he's got Mike Chocolate. Uh. Loving you. Um. Anyways, uh, you might recognize them from the what's uh wait from the what's going down episode of That's My Mama. Please <laughs> welcome. <laughs> if loving got it wrong, I want to be right. Uh, you got for your. Uh, so I have I have you plus me equals us. I have inside of you. I have um. Phoebe's Christmas slash Hanukkah song from Friends, which is my favorite Phoebe song. Um, I have 5,000 Candles in the Wind from Parks and Rec, which is the Bye Bye Little Sebastian song. Um, And Scotty doesn't know from Eurotrip. That was four. That was five. Well, I don't care. (laughs) Wow. Scotty doesn't know it didn't make anybody. Where did that go? I just like to have her. I just like to fucking get her off for a second. Wow. Uh, He's the great and powerful Oz. Guys, I'm like, <laughs> the number one. Uh, these are all great honorable mentions. Uh, Scotty doesn't know is was one, like, if I would have made a selection, if I would have been on this mountain, I would have made that one. Um, I very much, if you guys have never seen Boys 12, it's called Girl, You Need a Shot of B12 is the name of the song. It's a song from American and that, um, what's his name, Steve uh, is in a boy band and fucking 
phenomenal. Not only do they give us a two and a half minute song, but they give us a music video. And the whole premise is that he joined a boy band, but his boy band joined four other boy bands. So instead of four people, there's 12. <laughs> they literally call themselves B12. And the fuck funniest you're going to watch. I promise you. I I cried. It came out of my fucking laughing when I saw this for the first time like a year and a half ago, two years ago. It was absurdly funny. And then the other two that I picked are from the same movie and I don't, again, I, I didn't, these aren't my, these are just honorable mentions because uh, I don't have an actual mountain, but uh, it's from the movie called Music and Lyrics with Hugh Grant oh. and, and Drew Bear and there's one pop. It's a good goes, choice. Pop, pop goes my heart. It's like their version of Wham's cheesy like oh like pop goes my and it's fantastic and then he, there's another one called don't write me off which is like a serious ballad that the character does uh Hugh grant's character grows into being able to write his own song for the first time in a long time as far as his own lyrics uh fantastic those are my cheesy picks uh ish if you want to talk about cheesy listen to those two buddy listen to those two this is not those songs are not available on like to purchase anywhere Mm -hmm. But I've ripped those songs from YouTube and put them on my phone because I refuse to be living my life. <laughs> my life. We've all been there. Uh, and then the other song that I had was, I forget the name of the song, but it's uh, the song from Rockstar. The song that he sings. Oh, uh, uh, Mark Steel Robert. Dragon song. Yeah, the Steel Dragon song. Yeah. I legit listened to the song in the gym when it used to go. Anyway, um, so let's go on with our number ones. Round one. All right. Uh, Julie says, uh, yeah, Scotty doesn't know is her favorite. So uh, we all agree, man. Uh, what do you guys got, David? What do you guys got for your number? One? All right. So my number one is from a musical. However, that musical exists inside of the story <laughs> that we are watching. And it is the t it, it is because we watch the, the the whole production come together. I know is, what this is. It is written by I cannot believe a, you're doing a man this. named Franz Liebkind <laughs> within the movie. And what we get is both the greatest abomination of all time and the funniest fucking seven and a half minutes you will ever watch. And it's springtime for Hitler in Germany. I don't think I tip my hat, I, sir. Yeah, I don't I don't think that I, I wish I could go back and watch this again for the first time. Because uh, and whether you're watching the original version from uh, from from the '60s with with Zero Mostel and uh, and and Gene Wilder, or you're watching the new version with Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick, it doesn't matter. They're subtly different, but they're both just as shocking and just as funny. And I mean, the, the lyrics are fucking absurd. They're hilarious, right? You have to be in some of that, you know, exactly. There you go. Adolf <laughs> the moment, the moment that gay Hitler comes down from those stairs and he is 
just as in your face as he could possibly be, you know what this song really is. Up until that moment, you're like, can I laugh at this? Should I be laughing at this? And then you know that you can laugh at this. Because they're they're obviously, I mean, it's 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 you know making a joke about Hitler, you know, and and it's and and of course it's Mel Brooks who is Jewish and like he's kind of like the hey you know I I I can say it you know I can do it sort of thing, so um, you know you you got words like um, you know springtime for Hitler in Germany, winter for Poland and France, um, you know once Hitler comes out the you know Heil me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just uh uh i watched it again today to make sure that it was as funny as i remembered uh because this truthfully was the first one that came to mind when i started thinking about this and uh it really really is it's uh it's it's just outstanding so um springtime for hitler in germany the fear is causing a fear Oh, yeah, you know I haven't seen this movie, uh, either version, oh, neither version. I haven't seen it. It's good. Um, I, it's, I on, think I it's on HBO Max, the, and I feel like yeah. Dave has it in his account. Yeah, I I I prefer the original. No, that shocks nobody. Shocking. But the uh, but here's the thing: the sequel is really good, and as much as I love G. Wilder. Oh, really? It's a remake. Or the, the, the remake. remake okay, rather. No, I'm asking. I was person. I didn't know. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's a remake. My mistake. My mistake. It was a, um, a regular straight film with like that one musical number. And then it went to Broadway as like a full musical. And then they shot a movie based on the Broadway version. The beauty, though, is that Mel Brooks wrote the musical, too. Yeah. yeah. Went to Broadway. No, he so he did everything. both versions. They're both yeah. his babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's kind of nice because I think that was the last movie that he had any uh, significant involvement with. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though he didn't direct it, he did, you know, write it and produce it. Um, he was the yeah. producer for the producers. Uh, and it was the first movie that uh, that he directed. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I agree. No, no one does beat Mel Brooks. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's just it's one of these things where you have to kind of put yourself in that mindset of this was written in in a time where you could be more irreverent um, and uh, we we weren't as concerned about uh, offending people as we are today. Say it, David, um, before safe spaces. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> Say yeah. it. Before safe spaces. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't but, know. You know safe spaces for Nazis should be a thing. That should be a thing. Like, I don't oh, know. That no. <laughs> no. It should not. Is that a thing? I can. Nary's breaking up, but I'm not sure when he's done talking. Yeah, you're. No. So I. I I don't. I don't I like think. How the, frozen, though. I don't think the argument would ever be it's a safe space for Nazis, but it's it's making a, a mockery out of someone who did um, you know, something <laughs> atrocious to a whole group of people. You know, it's offensive to you know to Jews. Maybe. Well, the whole joke is that he's gay. Right. Well, and that too. You know. So, you know. So you know he's you know he's not a monster. You know he's gay. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, Kyle's mom is a big fat bitch. That's a great one, also, Andy. <laughs> So, um, uh, all right. Yeah, so there you go. There was fifteen seconds to spare. All right, uh, Missy, what do you got for your number one? So, I never ever get to talk about this movie because literally nobody I know likes this movie. Maybe Dave and Ish. I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> number one Way to is commit. Friend of, 
It's from one of my favorite, one of my like most like this is one of my comfort movies that I'll throw on when I need to like relax. Um, and it's that thing you do from the movie that thing you do. That is such a good song. So, I love this, and I love the movie. I love everything. I've about seen it. this movie. Okay, so I first I I don't think this movie did that well. <clears throat> So it just, it, I think it's a cult classic. I'm not sure. I, I actually didn't do the research, so this is just me guessing that it's a cult classic because I don't remember it doing well in the box office when it came out. But long story short, the entire movie is built around the Oneaters or the Wonders. And the um, who said that wrong? The, the, in, the, in the movie, they say it wrong because they spell oh, it one. That. They spell I've it one like number like one jurors. And then the guy goes, one, like one, the one eaters. And he goes, right. right. All I see is oneaters. <laughs> oneaters. <laughs> um, I saw it last night, so I remember. Um, <laughs> so the whole movie is built around this song. And it's a catchy song. Like, even if it hadn't been because it's like, like the center plot point of the movie if they released it i feel like i would have still like picked it up and liked it and i just think that it's a it's a bop in the way (laughs) i just love this song so much and and um yeah i i love i love this song i love the movie but i love this song and it's it's just it's a really cute little pop song and i love it so that's why, Dave, when you were talking about it in your honorable mention, I was like, not yeah. yet, not yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love this song. And when um, when Naked Vengeance was together and, and playing music, we, we used to play this, uh, we used to play a cover of this live. Um, I and that. Yeah, um, it was, we, we actually started doing it a little later. We did it uh, maybe in the last, like, two, three years that we were playing. Um uh, but it was, I can't remember what it was for, but it was one of those things where one of us came in one day and we were like, hey, why don't we just play Andre this song? I know Andre's a big song. Yeah, it was probably him who said, hey, let's you know, let's movie. play this. Stupid Andre. Uh, yeah, so I, I love this movie. I love this pick. Um, it's uh, fantastic. It actually, it makes me, I never the, thought I was, this big. I, I was going to say. Movie was not a flop. It was not a flop. It made uh, about $8 million. $8.5 million. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. its budget was twenty six. Um, yeah, it was box Tom- office was thirty four and a half. So you know, it made money. It was Tom Hanks's di- directorial debut, right? I think. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. So. I don't want to be a David, uh, but it, that it means it didn't make money because whatever the budget was for that movie, the budget for uh, advertising is double that. So. Probably, yeah. Well, okay, so I'm with um, that. I'm with this, and this one is a great movie. I love the movie, and it's a cat, cool classic. Sorry, go ahead. But um, uh, the a fun fact I guess you were getting ready to say that is that the Playtone Galaxy that exists in the movie is actually the name of Tom Hanks' um, production company, and I can't remember all the movies he's produced from that production company, but that logo like lives on, and look how happy I am. So I love that song. <laughs> My favorite part about your selection is just how palpably it happy. Like, I can see, like, I am so glad this is video. Like, because watching you get happy, like, just makes me love the song even more than I already did. Yeah, it, it doesn't happen with real life stuff, just fictional things. So. 
this is real life stuff. This exists in the world. So it's real life. That's true. That's true. It's true. Yeah, no, I, I, I love that. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to stop now because the Daria of my heart is starting to vomit a little and I have to stop. <laughs> I have to stop. <laughs> I think my five minutes are up. So, um, so you have 30 seconds, BFF. You could go ahead and keep rolling. We, we are, we're all enjoying you smiling. We're all enjoying yeah. it. <laughs> well, now you ruined it, so I'm done. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tom, Tom Hanks actually only <laughs> directed one other movie, uh, which was Larry Crown. Oh. All right. Uh, Ish, what do you got for your number one? All right, so keeping my, my track record of stuff you probably have never heard of. Um, <laughs> so mine is from 1992. It was the theme song for a TV show yet again. Again, another band within the show. So they, they wrote the song and performed it or whatever. I'm going to go with the theme song, which actually has a longer version for California Dreams. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will die on this hill. Here's why. I, listen, I, I, I support you dying on that hill. Nobody's going to fight you. No one is going to fight you. All the music from season two to season four was crap. But season one, I actually had the soundtrack. Like, I actually physically went to a Specs music record store and bought the CD. Okay? I owned this, okay? Do you guys remember Specs? I, I had a part-time job there. Uh, Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Nice. For me, this song, it's, it it works. I mean, it was created like, you know, by the band within the show or what have you, but it works as a theme song because it's like from the beginning, it sets a tone. Oh, this is the group, what have you. I'm sorry, Steph. I know it's a little dull. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't sound, for for a song from 1992, it doesn't sound dated. There's actually, the bridge could sound a little like, R&B try hard, but it has a little bit of, for me anyway, a little bit of a mamas and the papas, like very yeah. melodic, very just laid back. And it's, it's the harmonies are all there. Like it is to me just, it's just a good song, like in and of itself. And especially when you consider that this thing ran on Saturday mornings. So it wasn't even like a primetime show. Yeah. You know, Isn't it supposed um, to do like competition to Save by the Bell? Like was it was, so, it was well, it was on NBC. Or it was in that same, same block or something. Yeah, like it was that. in the same block. So it was part of the NBC teen sitcom family. But I think it came in like so Save by the Bell probably the first original Save by the Bell ended and then they stayed on the air, like to anchor the, the Saturday morning or what have you. But um yeah, so I to this day I still listen to that song. It has it actually has an accompanying music video. It just Listen, I, I can you send me the link. I'm gonna send you the link to that. I'm gonna send you the link to the heights. I'm gonna say you, like, you just send it's, us like your playlist. Yes, it's a <laughs> linktastic episode. Is apparently uh, the takeaway here. <laughs> but yeah, so California Dreams by the California Dreams. Uh, I I remember the show, uh, but I remember this. This was in the same block as Hang Time. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah. So it was California Dreams, Hang Time, Saved by the Bell. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, uh, Stephanie, what is your number one? So my number one is Let's Go to the Mall by Robin Sparkles for How I Met Your Mother. Um, this, I think this is the one that I think I've loved the longest because <laughs> it's been <laughs> like over 10 years at this point, I think, that that, wow. that it can Yeah. Um, 
this is this episode is what starts the slap bet for him how about your mother friend yeah um and the whole premise is that barney thinks that robin did porn because he finds this video and it just turns out that robin was a canadian pop star in the <laughs> 90s and went on this you know she was kind of like a one-hit wonder and went on this mall tour where all she survived on an entire summer was orange julius and wetzel's pretzels <laughs> and, wetzel's pretzels. <laughs> and the what i appreciate about this song is like the prose that would make oscar wilde blush with words like he's got hair like gretzky and he does jumps on his skate Board and <laughs> um, that's okay. We're gonna rock your body till Canada Day. <laughs> and just the, the also, whole introduction of the Robin Sparkle had the iconic the, the robot, oh, the robot, the robot, yeah. Not yeah. Dawson Leary, but forever Dawson Leary. Oh yeah, yeah, because he was her her boyfriend. Uh, he was her Canadian boyfriend. I um, love that they ask her like. This is in the 90s. Why does it look like this was clearly in the 80s? And her response is, the 80, the 90s didn't come to the 80s to didn't come to Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 80s didn't come to Canada until the 90s. That was it. Yeah, so, and it's Steph, this this song, this episode is actually uh, 14 years old. So, please stop it. Um, mm-hmm. This was also a source of like a ton of inside jokes for us over the years. Like anytime <laughs> we would ask anybody, like anybody, anytime anybody needed to go to the mall, <laughs> it's like and we would like you know tax people and be like, hey, you guys want to go to the mall? The response is always today, today, <laughs> today. <laughs> so uh, it, yeah. Um, you know, uh, yeah. So this is a great. It's it's a bop, and then the whole Robin Sparkles arc in general, with like her follow up to the Sandcastles in the Sand, and then her like Alanis Morissette Sandcastles in the Sand. Yeah, <laughs> and then her. They Alanis were very Morris cheeky and... about this bit, and I think it was yeah. on purpose to because of the folklore of Alanis Morissette loving Uncle Joey and um, Mad. So uh, yeah, I feel like I think this was my number. I think it was my number three. Um, I think so, but. Um, and babe, this was your number four, No, it was four, my number right? two. It was yeah, my number I, four. Yeah. yeah. I I love this song. It was so... It, I think from just a songwriting POV, it's like a great song. And yeah. um, and I think that if you would have removed this song from the How I Met Your Mother universe, it wouldn't be the same. Like, this is the same uh, as important as the slap bet and the other bit that went on for nine years. I agree. Dave? Yeah, it's a character-defining moment for her. You know, we we come to find out it's really the first bit of information that we're given about Robin, if memory yeah. serves me correct, because she's she's so yeah. elusive. Um, you know, and from there is where we come to find out about you know her father, Robin Thicke, and uh, uh, you know her. I forgot that Robin Thicke was her father. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Thicke was her dad. Not Robin yeah. Thicke was her dad. No, Robert Thicke wasn't her dad. Robert Thicke was her friend. Her dad was that mil- military guy that had yeah. a, that wanted a boy. And yes. Not, yeah. oh, Ray, Wise. Ray Wise. Ray Wise. Yeah, Sorry. Ray Wise. So then who was yeah. Robin Thicke to her? Robert Thicke was Alan, a friend because they're Alan all Canadian. Thicke. Yeah, right. Adam, Adam, Adam Robin, Adam Thicke. Robin, Robin Thicke is, Thicke. you're right, and sorry. Adam Thicke was just because the whole joke was all Canadians knew each other. Right. Uh, Got it. No okay, matter how famous right. you were, so that it was, yeah. 
And and yeah. and Alan Thicke played, uh, he was the one in the show about math that she later on uh that's Nicole how Scherzinger. Yeah. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean I can't say anything more about this that hasn't already been said. Um, you know, plus I just I I had already fallen in love with the character of Robin. Uh, but then to see her decked out in, you know, 90, uh, like 90s, 80s, you know, uh, bedazzled jeans and uh, jelly bracelets, jelly bracelets and scrunchies. It was just uh, you know, it, hit, it hits a certain nostalgic part of me that makes another part of me a little nostalgic as well. Oh, you. Why did you um, do that? Why do we have to do this? danger? Turn the car around. Turn the car around. <laughs> We're having a nice time. Come on. Oh, he's not. He's he's not talking about when his chin didn't have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I went. I'm just saying. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the hair. The yes, hair was the hair. iconic. Mm-hmm. I love the hair. And the dancing, the, the whole thing, like, the fact that this show, at this point, this is the second season, and it's like five or six episodes into the season. And the fact that they put that much production value into this bit right. and the mm-hmm. music video itself, which is, is is a standalone clip that, that lives in the, in the, on the internet, um, is really impressive. Uh, it just says a lot about how much... Uh, how much confidence they had in what they were doing in the beginning, and and just um, I think just for just the sheer pr- production value of, of the song and and the video and everything is is pretty impress- impressive for uh, a show that was just in the beginning of the second season. <laughs> it if we a throw a throwaway gag, right? Yep. Yeah, it could have been that, that's like, what I like love. the websites. Yeah, yeah like that's the websites. one of the things that the I love about super easy things. One of the things that I love about High Mary Mother as a whole is kind of like they never forgot anything. Like they would yeah. throw something in season one and just kind of it wove in the entire series and like nothing was insignificant in that show. And for for better or for worse, because that show was hit and miss in the later seasons, in my opinion, um, it's those things always made that show for me was the little things that they carried out throughout the entirety of the run. I think that towards the end, if we're talking about just bits now, like towards the end, I think the more memorable one is the, is the duck tie, that whole bit that went on for a couple of, of episodes. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, um, yeah, it was all about this. And then the slap bet episode, which is just magnifique. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta be. I gotta be uh, honest, uh, Missy. I thought I didn't include the uh, the slap best song in my honorable mention list because I thought it would make your your list. Uh, so, but the slap best song to me is one of my all time favorites. When Neil Patrick Harris is singing in in pain, he's also in cue of the song where he's like, "I slapped your face," and he's like, "Oh." <laughs> <That's me. laughs> I, I had fucking tears, tears watching that, like watching that performance and that song. That was fantastic. But um, yeah. Uh, all right. So we got for number ones, we have uh, "Springtime for Hitler in Germany" uh, from the producers. Uh, that thing you do from that thing you do. Uh, California Dreams by California Dreams, and Let's Go to the Mall from How I Met Your Mother. So the only two repeats we have for the final mountain, for the final list, the only two repeats that we have are uh, Let's Go to the Mall, uh, three of you picked that, and a little bit of Alexis, uh, I'm sorry, a little bit Alexis from Shits Creek, two of you picked that. So uh, for two more picks in, that you guys can come up with for the final mountain. 
what you guys have left that you haven't uh, brought up again was the Tiger song from Hangover, uh, What Dreams Are Made Of from Lizzie McGuire, Pinot Noir, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Big Bottom by Spinal Tap, uh, How Do You Talk To An Angel, which has my vote. Uh, Not that I I get one, but I'm just kidding. Um, Girl With You from The Wedding Singer, uh, Ordinary Extraordinary Love from Happy Endings, uh, Dracula's Lament, and uh, yeah, that's it. Dracula's Lament. Springtime for Hitler. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I would, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out springtime for Hitler, even though I know I it's would actually count. I would actually counter that with "Grow Old with You." I think "Grow Old with You" is the better choice. Yeah, but that's my opinion. I'm with that. Yeah, I, I I figured that most people would enjoy "Grow Old with You" more. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I've, I obviously it's you know my pick, so yeah, I'm down for that. The springtime for Hitler has Hitler. <laughs> Gay Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Heil me. I'm the kraut. Are you guys grow old? For, grow old I've, uh, I've never seen the producers. Oh, you oh, gotta watch it. You should it. watch it. It's really good. Um, I'm also here for what dreams are made of, to be very honest. <laughs> See, I'm kind of leaning more towards, I, I feel like California Dreams is more like I never thought I'd use this word with it, but like timeless, like, you know, it's because it doesn't sound like a particular era, right. but then on the, but on the flip side, you know, Hillary. It it's a <laughs> pick on your mountain, right? It's, a, it's my number one. Yeah. Hitler's my friend. That's the thing for people watching. <laughs> yeah. I would say, it's, 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 uh, but that's not that, uh, that bridesmaid song is not, the bridesmaid. Th- yeah, that's like a real song. I think it's a real song. Andrew was hitting. He was like, he got too cocky. He was hitting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too close to the like, song. Icarus, man. Icarus. It's just... Um. Uh, yeah. So we got three. So you guys got to pick one. I, I whatever you guys want. I have two on this mountain, so I'm not going to argue for anything else. <laughs> that's the votes for Lizzie. Vanessa's <laughs> like Lizzie. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm going to die on the mountain with California dreams. Okay, that's fine. Do it. Yeah, Let's that's do the, it. That, All right. That's the third one. We still need one more, right? No, no we're doing... No. no, no we had the, Let's go to the mall by, from How I Met Your Mother. A little bit of a little bit of Lexus from Shit's Creek. Right. Grow Old With Me uh, from Wedding Singer and uh, California Dreams from California Dreams. I like it. Let's do it. It's a, it's a solid list, man. It's a nice mountain. I can live with that mountain. <laughs> Way to go, uh, Ish. I went ahead and sang you and David the the song from American Dad, uh, B12. So thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it. I, I haven't watched it, obviously. Uh, yeah, obviously. Uh, all right. So that's it. Uh, all right. To wrap this up, that is our mountain. Uh, let's uh, thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure. Uh, thank you guys for watching us live. For those of you who watch us live, and thank you for commenting uh, because it makes the show that much more fun. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, if you want to check out Ish, Ish is on the Better Let Me Tell You podcast uh, with uh, with a great co-host and friend of ours, friend of the podcast, friend of the Geekmore podcast. Been here a thousand, uh, you know. Whatever. <laughs> I gotta say that because he's fucking probably gonna watch. Uh, and uh, <laughs> but uh, make sure you guys check out Better Let Me Tell You uh, anywhere podcasts are found, including uh, but not limited to. The uh, the Geek Bro Network. So go to geekbro.net, click on the Better Let Me Tell You logo, and they have fantastic uh, interviews and fantastic episodes. So make Season sure you guys- four kicks off this Friday. I don't know when this is going to air, but 
season no, four kicks off this Friday. This is live right now. This is happening well, right yes. now. Oh, yes. What? Actually airing right now. As we talk huh? If you look up, there's a little thing that says live. Is that what the red flashing light is? Yeah. Oh, okay, got oh, it. I like you don't know what a red flashing light is. Shut up. You know. Usually it means put your pants back on. But <laughs> <laughs> what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> Uh, follow Missy. Missy's a great writer. Follow Missy's writing at Missy the Writer is her handle on Instagram and her website is missywrites.com. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out. Stephanie Uyoa is an amazing event planner, uh, an, ev an event coordinator. So make sure you guys check her out. It's events by you. Uh, and then if you go to e Miami events by you.com as a website and then events underscore by underscore the letter U is on her Instagram. And as much shit as I love to give her because I love going back and forth with her and talking shit about her, her, her talent is undeniable. So go check her out. If you need somebody, party I have a ton of new content coming up. I've been very busy. Thank God. So. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, uh, so check that out. Uh, David used to be in a band, but he's not anymore. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there goes that. Anyways, I want to thank you guys for, having, for coming on. I appreciate you guys for coming on. I uh, got to be honest with you. I very much enjoyed being the producer and not having to deal with picks and stuff like that and deal with digital shit. Uh, so whenever and I got to say, it was a pleasure not really dealing with you either. I, uh, so you guys, uh, the remaining people on the podcast have been great, uh, and the other one has been a little short with me. Uh, so, thank you guys for checking us out. Oh my god, did you just do a Jungle Cruise dash? Uh, <laughs> make sure you go to geekbro.net, check us out, and you are everything, and if you're listening to us on the audio version, you know where to check us out. Thank you very much. Uh, Vanessa laughed at that too. Oh, Julie? <laughs> And mail. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for laughing. I uh, appreciate it. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>